Well, hi, everybody. It's Lisa Tarmati here at Pushing the Limits, and welcome to the show. If you're a new listener, it's fantastic to have you. And if you're a returning listener, thanks so much for your loyalty. I really do appreciate it. Um, and before we get underway today, if you guys could do me a huge favor, if you like the show, if you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the people that I interview, I would really, really appreciate it if you would subscribe and give us a rating and review on iTunes, especially. That would be fantastic. Uh, every time someone gives us a rating, it helps with the exposure for the show so that I can keep making cool content and I'd really really appreciate that so thank you very much in advance and today I have on the show a Canadian Carl Wright now he is a ultramarathon runner who I have been coaching uh, in my mindset academy um, so not as the athlete so much as in the mindset side of things and I did a coaching call with him recently and I wanted to be able to share, he said I was allowed to share this with you. So I hope you enjoy this uh, show. It's all about um, the mindset to tackle at the age of 60, a 100 miler. He's gone from running a half marathon distance up to running a 100 miler and what it takes in the mind to be able to achieve that and physically. So I give him a whole lot of running uh, advice, but also mindset advice. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. This program is brought to you by Training Tilt. Training Tilt is a complete toolkit for coaches, health and fitness professionals and nutritionists. Combine your website, e-commerce needs, client communications and training plans into a single affordable platform. For more information, please go to www.lisatamati.co.nz forward slash training tilt. Welcome, Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the podcast that gets deep into the psyche of extraordinary achievers across all genres, cutting to the chase to unlock the secrets of their success, their achievement, philosophies, and motivations. Join us in the quest to find out what makes the movers and shakers of our world tick and what gems of wisdom we can learn from them. Start that again. So we're talking to Carl Wright, who's in in Canada, and he is an ultra marathon runner who only started doing ultra marathons just for the people listening about four years ago, um, and he's gone from doing a, a, a half marathon, his first half marathon, four years ago at the age of what we're 50, 55. Um, <laughs> yeah, right up to doing an eighty k race um, and, and heading now for the 100 miler. So we're just having a bit of a discussion with Carl about you know, uh, things that might crop up in this, in this, in this build-up. So just to, to give any listeners a, a bit of a rundown, we'd already started talking earlier. So I was just saying to Carl, Carl, you need to um, yeah, build in some, some hiking and some long day treks into your running regime. But it's also really important to have a strength and conditioning program um, and a mobility program. Um, so what we do, like at Running Hot Coaching, is that we, when we do our training plans, we don't just send out your running training, but also your mobility work and your strength mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Now, the longer these runs get, the more important it is that you have a really strong back and a really strong core um, <laughs> and really strong in the glutes and the hips and the knees. So... Uh, you, because you're, you're going to be out there for so, such a long, long time um, and you're starting to fatigue, obviously, and, and you, your back starts to go and you end up looking like a, a staple. <laughs> and when that happens, like you know, if you don't have a strong core, and this is typically how I used to look um, 
uh, in, in a lot of the races before I did strength training and really found the benefit yeah. of it. Um, yeah. And I would have lots and lots of problems with my back. Um, I okay. had a, I had a back injury, so I've got you know yes. four discs that are that are compressed. So um, this was even more important in my case. Wow. Um, but Absolutely. if you've got any back issues or whatever, they they tend mm. to come out in these massively long races when your core starts to go, and you start to you know be more bent over. So it's really really crucial that you start to work on your your core muscles and on your lower mm -hmm. back and on your glutes and getting your glutes to fire and i can you know help you uh, uh with some strength workouts if you like um mm -hmm. but build mm -hmm. that into your routine for the week so you only need to be doing your strength workouts maybe two times a week maybe three if you really want to okay. go hard yeah. and it doesn't yeah. have to be in a gym setting if you don't like gyms um, mm -hmm. it, yeah. it can be just with your um, own body weight exercises. Um, there are some benefits to doing some heavy lifting as well if you are in the gym setting, but um, even mm -hmm. doing things like plyometric training, um, that sort of thing, lots of jumping exercises and uh, to build the strength in the legs and the, and the glutes. Um, okay. So that's a really, a really important part. And a part of that equation is also mobility work. So mobility work, I mean um, doing stretching. So under that mm. would come your, your yoga type exercises, your Pilates type exercises. And you don't need to go to a class, um, but you can just mm. do some exercises at home. Um, you know, while you're watching nice. TV at night or something, you can roll around on the floor doing some mobility work. That also yeah. includes your, your foam rolling, um, the massage okay. balls, you know, getting into the really tight muscles. Because yeah. as you start okay. to, to lift your training volume up, your muscles are going to get shorter, more tired, uh, and mm. you need to counteract that with good mobility workouts. And we, we, we try to get, like, our athletes to do uh, daily mobility workouts, oh, just, just okay, five, okay. five to ten minutes, maybe in the warm-down phase or yes, in the yes, evening okay. when you're just mucking around um, and and just release all those muscles in the legs and the lower back and all that sort of okay, jazz, yeah. okay? So transitioning from an 80K to a 100 miler, you're going to have, yeah, you need to increase your strength because when the other thing that, that goes when, when your core goes and you get fatigued and you're bent over and you're carrying a backpack, your breathing goes, your digestion goes, and then all sorts of knock-on effects can happen. The, okay, other, okay. the other thing moving up to the 100 milers is the fact that you're going to be going through the night, very likely, yes. if not two nights yes. even sometimes, or you know one and a half nights or something like that, mm -hmm. depending on the mm -hmm. race and where you're doing it. Um, so that brings into the equation being really... Typically, in the middle of the night, your your soul and your spirit has a bit of a, a downer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> or when you've been yeah. out there for you know maybe twenty five hours or something like that, or in the yeah. middle of the night, uh, eighteen hours or whatever into the race, you can typically have a real emotional roller coaster going yes. in that in that nighttime phase, and it's really important to understand that, that that could happen and to be prepared mentally. And that's where, you know, like in the in the Path of the Athlete course, because Carl's done uh, my course, you might have come across already the visualization 
training yes, and, and, exactly. and that sort of exactly. stuff. And that's really important to understand that that night time is likely to where, where things are going to go to custard. <laughs> um, and <laughs> what sort of mental armor can you put on in order to help you get through that night phase, you know? Um, exactly, yes, so, yes. So that's even like preparing things, like maybe you've got a mate that you can uh, that can pace you through the night or you can mm-hmm. join yeah. up with another runner. There's something, you know, like, that helps the morale no end to have uh, another yeah, person. Important. Important. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it really helps to have someone to encourage you along and, and you mm-hmm. then. So that can really, really help. Um, and, and just knowing that you, whatever happens, don't give up in the night time. Because when you, if you can just get through to the morning, often your, your spirits lift again and you're away again. Yeah. Your body clock wakes up. Yeah, I've heard that, about that. that mm-hmm. Yeah. So that like exactly. three three in the morning, you know, your your body your body clock just wants to sleep. Yes, yes. Yeah. You you mentally you're over it. You just you know you feel like you maybe freezing cold or or something. You know, there's a whole lot of things that are that are coming at you, the fatigue and all that. And so that it's like yeah, walking you know in the dark, the dark phase of life and, and coming out the yeah. other end. If you can get to the light in the morning, you'll be right. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. So okay. it's, it's mentally preparing for for that sort of di- difference. And when you're doing an 80k, and you probably get through, you know, within I don't know, depending on the speed, you know, 12 hours or or a bit longer. You sort of, you know, by the time this really low hits, you've you've already finished. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. There, yes. Um, yes. So any any questions around you know like. Um, mindset stuff, or all around the tips for the actual running part of it that you that you need that you would like to discuss. Um, the yeah, the mindset. Um, the biggest thing would be um, just to focus, um, um, able to push out um, all the doubts and all that. Uh, and I've been learning that through your course there, and it's been really helpful there. Yeah, you've been enjoying uh, it. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the um, yeah, the pacing part during the night. I totally agree with that. As far as the um, um, yeah, I think I have someone that may be running with with me in that. But Fantastic. the training part, I think it's important. What you've shared about the backpacking yeah. and the the packing and and the core. I yeah. Uh, Stuff that I'm going to integrate into my training for sure. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome! I, I, yeah, I really hope that yeah. that you know because we we sometimes forget that there will be a, well generally there's a lot of walking in a hundred miler. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, unless yes. you're an, an elite elite guy, you know, even they have to walk some of it. Um, you know, yes. hardly yes. anybody unless you're Killian Jornay or Scott Jurek, <laughs> perhaps, um, <laughs> who can run a, a whole yeah. hundred miler, especially if it's in, in steep yeah. trails. Um, so yeah, make sure you train on the terrain type that you're going to be actually faced yes, with. Yes, exactly. And exactly. That's important. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and also train with your gear that you're going to be using. Um, yes, yes. Never have yes. anything new. <laughs> you shouldn't have any <laughs> any new gear. I've that. Yes, yeah, no new gear. You probably know all this already. Um, and in regards, how, how do you do with your digestion? Does that do you have any issues when you're 
Yes, big time. I don't. Uh, gels do not agree with me there. No. So I things. no they don't agree with me. So I, I use um, like um, sandwiches, uh, whatever is offered, like that. There, um, okay. they seem to sit well with me there, well, and and the ulcers I've done there. Uh, what I would yeah. suggest, because it becomes even more important once again in the hundred miler, is yeah, absolutely stay away from anything artificial like like the gels. I'm totally against nice. gels yeah. in general. You can get away Good. with them if you're doing a half marathon, or um, but anything beyond that, really, uh, it, they're a, they're a recipe for disaster. In my, I, I mean, they nearly cost me my second Death Valley attempt when I when I took gels. Um, wow. I got talked into it by someone who was saying these ones are different and these ones will be fine and so on and I took them and <laughs> oh, oh. oh yeah. my no, yeah. even for a half marathon they yeah. I, I say where from yeah mm. yeah so you're oh. only probably um in regards to electrolytes then um do you take tablets or do you take uh take tablets yeah right. take the noon tablets yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah. great they, they're what agree with me they're the most so yeah mm -hmm. yeah and uh, okay. no, not much sugar in them, and yeah. So yeah, you, you just put, you just take the tablets. Um, the, so mm -hmm. they're noon, are they? The ones that you've got? Which yes, is, yes, know, okay. yeah. Just watch your potassium. Like watch your potassium. Have a look at the potassium levels. I've had um, athletes on noon tablets before where their potassium levels haven't been high enough. Okay, um, okay then. I appreciate take, that. Yeah, I mean, I take Endurolites by Hammer Nutrition. I mean, they're not the only ones, but that, that's that's the ones that I, I stick to. Um, and I, and I, and What's they, it called? Uh, Endurolites. Endurolites, okay, okay. From, from Hammer yeah, Nutrition. You. Yeah. you might want to try them. Just, um, I mean, Noon may, sure. have, may have changed their formulations, but I don't think their, their potassium was high enough. Um, oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate I that. Endurolite, yeah. Yeah, I had a friend who had a tetanus seizure, and he was just taking uh, Endurolite. Um, noon and I was taking Endurolites oh, and he and I okay. didn't have any problems and he ended up in hospital. Um, wow. Oh. Yeah, he nearly died. So it, electrolyte balance, in other words, is very, very important, especially if it's going to be a hot race. I don't know what time of the year is your, your event. Yeah, it'll be September. It'll be a bit cooler, a bit cooler, but okay. not, not 35 below. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting in Canada in the freezing, freezing temperatures yeah, at the yeah. moment. Um yeah, so just be aware of that, um, and I, I, yeah. I, I'm glad you're on tablets anyway. I don't even like mm -hmm. the, the electrolyte drinks so much. They're okay for some people, but they can cause yes. digestive upsets as well. So what's okay. happening when you, in your digestive system, when you are doing ultramarathons, all the blood is in the muscles, the working muscles. And okay, yes, okay. Your body doesn't want to digest because it's, it's working hard. It hasn't got the energy to digest. Mm -hmm. However, you're going to run out of energy if you don't digest. So, um, there's, there's a couple of ways of approaching it. Um, some athletes recently have been doing uh, high-fat diets and changing their body into being fat-burning machines. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't done that. Um, I can imagine that being very successful if you've transitioned properly on a ketogenic mm -hmm. diet. Um, I just haven't got the discipline to to uh, do a ketogenic diet <laughs> but so the <laughs> yeah. way way I approach it is that I'm always sipping sip 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 nibble 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 is what I say yes. so yes. You, yeah. you're just having a constant little flow of a little bit of uh, carbohydrates and and your, your water intake so you you constantly got something in your mouth sort of 
And you can even set your watch to go like every 15 minutes. Oh, I've got to put something in my mouth. I've got to have a little sip of drink. I've got to, Perfect. Yeah, and, and that just reminds nice. you to keep, because if you can keep that fuel stream coming in in a nice drip, drip, drip fashion. That's excellent. That's excellent, yeah. Yeah, because so you'd recommend taking something between you, between aid stations, even there. Oh, yes. you, oh yes. Okay, okay. Massively. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Do not just eat and drink at the aid stations. <laughs> okay, uh, yes. Thank definitely. you. Definitely. That's, Thank a, you. that's a, a, a must. So, because if you if you just dump a whole lot of stuff at, you know, every 20Ks or every 15 kilometers or whatever mm -hmm. miles in your place, um, then you, 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 you overload the stomach all at once, and then often you can end up vomiting and. Not digesting. Yes, that's happened even in a 50k or 80k. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's it. That's good to know that. Yeah. Yeah. So just have that's little like in your pockets. Make sure it's accessible in your front pockets, uh, wherever okay. you've got um, that you've got a variety of of foods available to you because your your taste buds change as well, and you you like, like yes, totally, exactly. Yeah, you get sick of the sweet stuff, and you might want some, yeah. you know, um, even pretzels or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you have the chance to have drop bags and so on, um, and you can have things like potatoes or pumpkin soup or mm -hmm. uh, nice. good quality uh, carbohydrates, um, then that would be absolutely ideal. That that's like potatoes are a perfect food for yeah. They, they, they've been offered um, at one of the one of the at North Face race actually. There, they had the. Potatoes and salt there. Yeah, that, nice, that's yeah. a that's a perfect food to have as an ultra marathon runner. It's yes, it's yes. nourishing. It feels good to eat because you're it's savoury, and mm -hmm. it's easy mm -hmm. to eat yeah. on the run. You know, you a potato in a yes. tin foil yeah. or something. Um, so those are some some of the tips that you know for transitioning now into the long ultras. Uh, I appreciate. Getting, yeah, getting your mindset around that. Um, as far as things like self-doubts and all that goes, and, you know, you've been doing my course, so you would have been reading a lot about all of that. But Yeah, I go back over it. Yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah. That's the thing. You do need to go over and over and over. Yes, and remind, exactly. And I, so, I do. I, I need to go and read my yeah, own stuff. Yeah, I do. I need it too, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, why I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get around to it every uh, week and a half. I like to review it again and again. There, so. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's perfect because you really start to integrate the learnings. When you just read yes, something yes. once or watch something once, it's good, but it doesn't really become yeah, part. It just bounces off, yes. Uh -huh. Bounces off but, and, and, uh, in a way, you know, you forget again. And, um, mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's understanding that when you take on a massive challenge like this, you are going to uh, have fear, you're going to have self-doubts, you're going to have that little voice going, what the hell are you doing, you know? Um, yeah. You're very likely to have people in your friends and family going, oh, because they're scared for you. Um, yes. And, and they don't understand why on earth you would do this. Um, yeah. So I think it's just it's knowing that, that those things come and to just, well, ignore them as best as you can. <laughs> and... Um, mm -hmm. Don't let other people's, uh, well, oftentimes negativity towards your goals affect affect you. Just use it as as motivation to show and be a role model for others. Then, when you have done it, you know, and when mm -hmm. you're taking on big, yes, yes. you take on big challenges like this, you are risking failure 
you are risking, you know, yes. if, if this was easy, everyone would be doing it. It's yes. not yes. easy. It's hugely uh, taxing. It's very long period of time of training, of discipline, and all the rest of it. What you have to concentrate on is focus. Once you've done the training and you're standing on the start line, you've done what you can. You've done your bit. Mm. Done my bit, yes, yep. yes. What happens in during the race, I mean, you've got to make the right decisions, obviously, during the race, but you are not responsible for the, 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 the things that you can't control, in other words. Mm -hmm. yep. And sometimes yep. things come so outside of your control or outside yes. of what you can foresee and things can go wrong. And understanding yes. that that's not your fault if that happens. Okay, okay, that's like, good. Yeah. I've got a, okay. a friend at the moment who's um, just come back from a, a mountaineering expedition and she was this far away from the top of reaching one of the big mountains in the world and mm. yeah. she just could not get there, you know, and uh -huh. uh, just, just, you know, minutes away conditions. from the, yes. conditions, yeah. and it's happened to the second time in a row in two years uh, and well. devastating, you know, like, um, mm. but, it, 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 and, you know, she's having a struggle with that failure. So it would be. It would be there. Yeah. It's huge. A huge um, thing is that you cannot control all the elements. Um, you, you can't can, control exactly, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. You can control, and even your training, you can't control to a hundred percent. I mean, you can do the best <laughs> that you can, and yes, oftentimes yes. I've stood at the start line of a race not quite prepared. You know, I mm -hmm. haven't quite yes. got the training that I wanted to give in. Life's got in the way. I haven't been definitely, disciplined enough, definitely, or, yeah. or whatever. You can't beat yourself up forever because of it, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just knowing that in this ultra marathon career of yours, there are going to be blips where things go to custard. Mm -hmm. And just yes. going, okay. yes. Yeah, like I, I say to a lot of athletes, you're not a real ultra marathon runner unless you've DNF'd a few times, you know. <laughs> yes. yes. DNF being yeah, not finished. Yeah, because it's part of the journey. And if it was if it was a yeah. piece of cake, then you know we'd all mm. be finishing and we'd all be getting medals, and it would be all fantastic. But it's not, and and yes, it is a huge challenge. So understanding that, and when the self doubts and the fear start to take control, you just have to uh, gorge yourself on on positivity. Like just you know talk yourself round. You know like have. Have conversations yeah. with yourself or get your friends to start saying to you, you know. I remember nice. when I was doing uh, La Ultra, the one in the Himalayas. And okay, yes. It was yes. horrifically terrifying because the altitude was just mind-blowing and I'm an asthmatic. <laughs> I had a brain concussion before I went there. I had a, a ripped, oh, wow. ripped, ripped ankles, uh, ligaments on my ankles. Um, and it, the build-up had been dreadful. And I got over there, and these doctors were all talking about altitude sickness and how you could die with pulmonary edema and uh, cerebral mm -hmm. edema. And, and there was all the scaremongering, you know, in the build-up. And then every day we would go up to the passes to train, and you would feel like, you know, you could hardly walk. At, I'm you sure. Know, yeah. 5,500 meters, you can hardly, you know, stay yes, upright. Yes, 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 and, yeah, mm -hmm. and, and being absolutely terrified and going, oh my gosh, what have I got myself into? This is 222 Ks at altitude. How am I going to do this? Wow. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And and nobody, like one man had done it, no woman had done it, so it was only the second year that held this race. And you really? know, the Indian really? army, army, the military guys were saying this is suicide, people are going to die, and you know, all these just scared talk. Mm. And I remember getting to a point where I just said to my crew, I'm either going to pull out because I'm terrified, or I'm going to go for it. And I'd put in so much effort into getting there, and yes, yes, so much would, money yes. and sponsors and film crew and all the rest of it. And wow. I, I had my whole oh. team over there, and I thought, I can't pull out. And so I mm. said, well, if I'm not pulling out, then I've got to, I've got to stop the fear somehow. I've got to stop this 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 terror of feeling, you know, frightened all the time because I wasn't sleeping then, I was feeling sick, or yeah. all the things that come with the stress of fear and, and so on. And I'd had this dreadful build-up as well. So I said to my crew, just a couple of days before the run, protect me from everybody. I don't want to talk to doctors, I don't want to talk to other runners, I don't want to be anywhere near anybody. I want you guys to just protect me, put me in a bubble, Tell me I'm great. Tell me I'm going to do this fantastically and and fill me with positivity. That positivity, wow. Yep. And they yep. did. And every time a thought popped oh. into my head, a fearful thought, I just screamed at it. You know, I literally, in my own head, I screamed it okay. down yes. and just yes. told it to literally bugger off. I've got to, you know, I've got to get my yep. mind under control. And then on the day of the race and I'm putting on my running gear, and there's this underlying fear, of course, that you, but you're sitting on it. You're really sitting mm-hmm. on your emotions. And you're putting on your, your, your running gear and your start number and so on. And I'm visualizing putting on my armor. I'm, putting, okay. I'm, I'm becoming, in my head, this is a visualization, I'm becoming, yep. I'm becoming Wonder Woman, you know? Okay, yeah. In my nice. head, that's what I'm doing. I'm going into battle, so I'm no longer Lisa who's, you know, you know, my normal everyday Lisa, I'm Wonder Woman on this day. And I like it. I like it there. Yeah, yeah it, it's, just, it's just a mind game, but it changes your perception of what you're capable of. You're becoming a warrior. You're becoming, you're going into battle. You, 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 you know, this is your psyching yourself up for, for, for a battle, you know, because it is a battle. Yeah, it, is. Oh, it would be a battle, yes. It's a battle. It's not, you're not being shot at, but it's a yes. battle in the mind. Um, Exactly, exactly. And, and then we went on, you know, and then we did the race, and, and I knew that the, the first pass would be okay, but I knew the second pass would be the really tough mm. one, and, and it was. And I had this amazing crew that just, you know, the support was beyond Nice, amazing. nice. That's big. It's big there. And when, mm. I, when I crashed and burned and was on the ground crying and, and stuff, they picked me up, and they didn't let me fail. They just... Mm. Doggedly. So amazing. Yeah, with their energy, I really, you know, like, I, I dragged myself up again and I kept going and, and we got there, you know, and it took me 53 hours, you know, it was slow. Yes, yes. It was very wow. slow. There was oh. a lot of walking and there was a lot of slow walking, you know. Well, elevation has got to really, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah. And we had temperatures yeah. from, you know, minus degrees right through to 40 plus degrees and snowstorms. Wow. And, oh. Uh, pollution from the trucks and all, all of this sort of thing happening. Okay, okay. But the moral of the story really is I managed to overcome the fear with the support of my mm-hmm. crew. And and the fear was, you know, it was big. It was big. <laughs> I was terrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't let fear control what you do, if you're the one that's in control 
of making the decisions of the things that you want to do and controlling your physiology through doing things like visualization, through breath control, you know, that breathing yeah. exercises that I talk about, all of that stuff is really, really important. Okay. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so how, you know, like, you t- I've talked enough, Carl, you tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that you've had to date and some of the um, things that you're worried about. Ah, the challenges that I've had to date was, well, the North Face one, um, I, I twisted an ankle and oh. I, uh, and, um, and I had, a, we talked about drop bags and all that there. I had my drop bag, um, off at a station, but they had already sent it back down there. So my ankle brace was in there. Oh. So I had to keep going. And that was, um, that was a battle right of the mind because I, uh, to keep, another, it was another 25. Five thirty kilometers to go there to With get finished. Um, uh, <laughs> so, but it was it was in it, it. Um, when I overcame that, it it gave me uh, a lot of boost there to make it to the finish line. There, yeah. mm-hmm. so how, how how did your ankle pull up from that? Was there any you know permanent damage? It was uh, on a downhill. It's like it's like called Blue Mountain there, and it's on the downhill. I I tweaked it and. Uh, and it was swollen pretty good at the end, but it, it's 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 fine. It's, it's just I had to let it heal <laughs> a little bit there, yeah. but That's I had tough. to make the call. What, can I can I continue or not? I, and uh, I I'll I'll try it. And, you did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's amazing. Um, you know, because you, you every step is painful, and you're not sure whether you're doing painful, the yes, damage. Yes. And, no, and, and there was a bit of walking there. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of walking. Well, yeah, mm. you have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but. Remember though that um, in regards to injuries, it's, it's no no single race is worth ruining your body for. So yes, yes, you, you had to make that call. Yeah. You do mm-hmm. have to make that call. Sometimes you yes. get, you know, like I, I've been situations where I've been so driven that I would have killed myself if someone hadn't stopped me. You know, like yeah, you can that's get, important. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's better to come back and fight another day. In other words, than mm-hmm. to risk mm-hmm. a permanent injury if you yeah. can. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you obviously it wasn't, you know, you you could make that that judgment. And yeah, I had, a, had looked at it at one of the aid stations there, and they um they they um they they thought it was uh like uh they let me go yeah, on. Anyway, that, so. That's cool. That's good. So and and how did you like mentally get over that though? Like you know, it's really hard to when you're in pain. Yeah, there's other runners, other runners that um, they, uh, I paced with a couple other runners who were, um, I was, I ended up near the end of the race. So we're, we're sort of the happy um, <laughs> crowd at the end there sort of thing there to get through it there. And, yeah. Uh, now that's absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. So the runners, yeah. Any other sort of um, things that, you know, that you've been dealing with? Like I, I love your blogs. Like Carl has this wonderful blog for anyone listening. Um, the old fellow goes running dot com is it? Is it? How yep, it, that's yeah. the that's the one there. So, it, it's uh, it's fun. I love writing there. Yeah, you're very very yeah. good. You're very good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so it's a and it's blog. it's um it's I love to um I do it write it because I love inspiring others. It's 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 fun to see new runners uh, take up the sport. I love to uh, encourage them, and because uh, I've been encouraged so many times by other runners, they've uh, helped me through some hurdles, and it's just like a pay forth thing, right? Yeah. Pay forward, I love that, and that's one of the wonderful things I think about, especially ultra marathon running. 
Um, yes, yes. The, the people are, uh, uh, sometimes you get people who give up their whole race to help someone else. Totally, can, totally, yeah. You know, exactly. And, that, and that's just the, the beautiful thing. It's the camaraderie that I think is even more important than the sporting ambitions. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And in the journey no, I, that you go through, how have you changed in the last four years as a person from your running? It has hugely, um, hugely changed me, Lisa. Like I, I dealt, I deal with a lot of depression, mm-hmm. and it has helped me immensely just to have that positive positivity. Um, and uh, and uh, actually, I got into running um, back. Well, five years ago, but we had a running club at work. But my doctor, my dad died at 47 with a heart attack. And, oh. and, um, and so my doctor says, you don't want to be on blood pressure meds. So you don't want to be in statins the rest of your life. He's going to give me six months to get my act together. Wow. There's a running club at work, and I started running. And I, I hated it the first few a little bit, but yeah. I stuck with it. And uh, and then six months later, my everything was fine. with it. So my doctor was pleased, and I was over the moon and uh oh that, so you've managed everything. to stay off the statins and stay off the blood yes, pressure yes and, yeah, and no what? medications at all there and uh no uh no uh medications for depression and it's been really it's been amazing uh it's a it's a medicine uh running is there yeah. it is it's a therapy for the body and the mind and the spirit yes, i think exactly. yeah. you know mm-hmm. um and and a lot of i think a lot of ultra marathon runners have actually had depression or, or some issues, you know, like that. Um, and I think it's 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 the greatest thing that we can do is to is to connect with our bodies in nature. I think it's, it's tremendous, it, tremendous, yeah. yeah. And to set ourselves difficult challenges because it occupies your mind. It makes you proud of who you are and what you've achieved. Mm-hmm. And when you've overcome yeah. difficulties, and it, you 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 feel supported. You, you mean half the time you're terrified and half the time you're exhausted, but <laughs> in between those two, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is a, yeah. is a is a quiet state of of uh, you know the the for me it quietens my mind and it makes me calm when mm-hmm. I don't have enough exercise or time outside and in nature. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's far more than a, than times and placings and I don't really well I've never been fast. I've always struggled with speed. I've never been a fast runner. Um, but for me, far more important than that is the journey that I, I go on as a person when that's I undertake right. these events yeah, and yeah. mm-hmm. the personal growth. And I think um, depression is something that, that so many of us have, have faced and gone through. And mm-hmm. yes. running gives you physically uh, the, the runner's high and the serotonin levels go up and all of that sort of good stuff. And, mm-hmm. But also mentally, just just from a, a calming perspective and a confidence perspective, I think it's the most underrated medicine of our of our day and age, really. <laughs> I would agree. I would yeah. tend to agree with you there, yes. And, and not yes. just running. Perhaps, yes. you know, there's other sports that where you can do that, surfing or, or things that, you know. Yes, yes. If you're connecting with your body in nature, I think that that's so, so key. You know, we, we're not made mm. to live in, in these four walls that we... Mm-mm. Stick ourselves oh, behind, I, you know. Yeah, such a beautiful world out there to enjoy. New Zealand, particularly. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you have a daughter yes. over here, I believe. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Got a daughter there. I got my two daughters are down there now for Christmas there. So oh, my one, one, one daughter went down to visit her. So they have 
Oh, so it's amazing. nice. That's they're nice. having a great time down there. <laughs> I bet they're very proud of you as their dad. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, big time. Yeah, very, very nice, exciting. Uh, uh, oh, the one nice. daughter, she's starting to run now there, which is really neat. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, it's fine. She never went running, and then she went down to New Zealand. And the first day uh, I got down there, I said, Dad, let's go out for a run. And I was like, uh, ah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, that, that was cool there, yeah. So you were, you were being a role model for her, really, you know, in your journey. It was fun there, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, your health journey as well, I mean, to um, understand that you can avoid blood pressure, statin medication, all of that through having a daily physical mm-hmm. practice of running or, or a sport in some sort of manner. I mean, you're like 59 going on 60 and about to run 100 mile. I mean, this is the pinnacle of your life, career, like mm-hmm. sport-wise. Still it lies, is, it is and, and it lies ahead of you at the age yeah. of nearly 60. That is so inspiring, you know. That is just, yeah, that yeah. is mind-blowing because most people get to 40 and think life's over. You know, like the, my best is behind me. Um, yeah, that's a lot of the mindset there. Yeah, it's, uh, and, you know, 10 years ago I was thinking that too there. And uh, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like a new a, a new, new chapter life. all over again there. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't have to end, you know, like. I've got, I have got friends um, in their late 60s and 70s um, who are still doing, uh, you know, Death Valleys and uh, I read that. Uh, um, I had um, on the podcast uh, Dr. Bill Andrews last week, or oh, he's coming up in the next episode okay. actually on the, okay. um, and he's 66 years old and he's done wow. so many 100 milers, like he had the record for the most 100 milers in one year. And he only started in his late forties. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, wow. and he's a world's one of the world's uh, anti-aging scientists. You know, world's leading anti-aging scientist as well. So a very high overachiever. That's but, true. <laughs> yeah. And his wife Molly, who I'm very very close friends with, she's in her sixties now, and she just knocks off hundred milers, you know, for breakfast. Um, oh and, and wow! She, she started at forty-eight. That's a book that you you perhaps might like to read. I mean, it's from a for Molly Sheridan, running past running past midnight. I got a re- I got a piece of paper here. So yeah. Molly, R- running Molly past Sheridan. midnight, and it's Molly's story how she started at the age of forty eight to train for her first marathon, and how she um, got a stress fracture early on in the piece because she went out okay. too hard, and she went to the doctor, and he told her he said to her, "How old are you?" And she said, "Well, forty yes, eight. Okay. What's that got to do with anything?" And he said, "You're, you're too old." To go running, go home and do some knitting, and, and give this <laughs> okay. stupid idea that you could run a marathon wow. at forty-eight. Up and, and she, she was so angry. She thought, "Well, I'm going to show you." And so it's twelve years later or thirteen years later. Now she's run the world's toughest events all around the world, and she Amazing. owns a running company. And she's turned, she's changed so many people's lives. And um, you know, it's a big, big finger really to that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's so cool. Yeah, so don't yeah. ever let anybody tell you you're too old or, yeah. or anything like that. You know, oh. it's it's all uh, you know. It's a, we don't lose it's, our endurance. We lose mm-hmm. yeah. we lose some speed. Yep, and we we take a bit longer to recover as we get mm-hmm. older. Yes, yes. But we're still able to do massive distances. There's a guy here that runs. My race, the Northburn 100, which is the race that I co-own down here in New Zealand, the the 
toughest 100 miler in the southern hemisphere. You'll have to do that one next. I would love to do that. I've read about it. And, uh, and I read your senior, senior video there. Yeah, yeah. Senior yeah. Video. Yeah. and there's a guy that comes there every year and uh, he's you know he was 68 i think last year and he was he he, he knocks these 100 milers off every you know and this is a tough 100 miler so amazing so amazing man. so there is no there is no you know you're too old for this what you do have to mm -hmm. be is healthy and and you have to want it and you have to be motivated yes. those yes are, those are the key factors um and if you've got you know a, a, a good bill of health generally then this will keep you healthy. Uh, yeah, it will keep me healthy, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the last bit of advice before I go, look, Dr. Bill Andrews actually said to me, who's the um, anti-aging scientist and ultramarathon runner, he studied um, endurance athletes, and he okay. said that their telomeres, is what, what he's an expert in, which is the length, uh, that's, these are the, the caps on the ends of your chromosomes, they're called telomeres. <laughs> And when they okay. shorten, this is why we age. So his whole career has been about lengthening the telomeres. And he said Very that endurance athletes have longer telomeres. We live longer. And that's proof. Really? really? Yeah. That's, that's right from the scientists. That's amazing there. Right from the Nobel Peace Prize winning scientist. Incredible. Incredible, Lisa. So, yeah. so keep running. <laughs> Yeah, keep running. That's right there. That's great advice there. Great yeah. advice from. Uh, I really look up to you a lot there. Uh -huh. Oh no! Look, um, you know, like I've, uh, I'm nothing special. I put one foot in front of the other, and and right now I'm having a year off uh, ultra marathon running, and I'm not even doing any challenges myself yes. Yes. because I've got. That's fine too, you know. Understanding that you don't have to keep doing yeah. anything all the time. I've done 25 years of it. Um, 25 years, yes. Yeah, yeah, I've got other priorities. Um, my mum, who you know has been sick, mm. and yes, um, yes, and business uh, has to take priority right now. Um, but that's not to say that I you won't get back into there, it. Yeah. Mm. You know, I'll get back into it if if I want to, or I'll I'll take up something else stupid. But the thing and is, your own health, your own health is good, Lisa, because yeah. I know well way back you weren't too well there for no, a bit there. No, I've had a whole year of, of uh, massive health problems, but we've managed to get on yes. top of the tumors and stuff. So, um, good, good. A huge journey in itself, and you know that that's wow. that's really hard for an athlete, and you're not you're mm -hmm. unable to do what you used to be able to do, etc. But that's part it's... of the journey too. But I know how to get back there if I want to. Mm -hmm. uh, I it's... know how to keep fit. More importantly, yes. I know how to yes. keep my body fit and healthy and give it what it needs at the moment. Um, and mm -hmm. so for me, my training looks like more, it's a high intensity uh, CrossFit workouts, gym workouts. I've seen your workouts. That's intense there. They're, they're intense, <laughs> so but they're short. Very intense there. You know? And it's good, good, to, have, it's good to have these change-ups. Yes, to, yes. To keep yourself so, fresh and motivated and, and going in a new direction. It doesn't have to be the same old, same old. But whatever you do, you have to love it. That's you know? good. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Lisa. Yeah. yeah. So um, I better wind up, Carl, and get get off to see mum and put her through her training for the day. But um, I just wanted it's been to a say pleasure. Uh, it's, it's been wonderful getting to know you a little bit. And I'm so thankful for you doing my course Um and I, I, I really appreciate any feedback that you can give me on the course so that I can, you know, improve it or, or recommending it to others. Um, and please just reach out at any time that you want, you know, you're, you're dealing with a specific challenge 
as as mm-hmm. the year yep. goes by and that hundred miler gets closer, I'm sure there'll be moments when you're like going ah. <laughs> yes, yes, that's very fair. Yes. So you know, yeah. make, make uh, sure. I really appreciate your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. What a way to start the New Year's off there. Yeah. Oh, you're such a sweet, <laughs> Thank you so much, sweet Lisa. person. Yeah. Hey, look, Kyle. We'll, we'll catch up again soon, and please reach out anytime you need to have a chat. Appreciate that very much, Lee. Yeah. Have oh. a great uh, rest of the day there, Lisa. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks, Carl. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Hey.